Tau Tau Tano, people of the land, Tau Tau Tasi, people of the ocean. But I think before we became the people of the land, we were people of the ocean. Hafade Toro Hamzu, Guahusi, Jaybird Castro, Iben Venido, as the podcast Red Rice and Finadeni, Chamorro Stories. This is part four of Tau Tau Tasi, and we're in the open on an imaginative voyage where our sockman is sailing through the deep West Pacific Ocean with the Micronesian Pro Master Navigator of the Sea, Paluleri Ragato. And with the whispers of the waves, Paluleri shared a concept as ancient as time itself, Wolfening and Boguf. These are two very profound navigational arts of the Micronesian people passed down through generations. The pro navigators translate their position, harmonizing with the elements that surround them. It's a dance of intuition, practice, and connection. They observe and they absorb their surroundings. They use the land, the sea, the creatures that dwell within it, and the celestial stars above them to become their guides. In this ancient practice, the tangible and intangible converge, forming a blend of understanding. It's a true testament to the magic that lies within our indigenous heritage. In the last episode, Paulo Larry described the 32 points around the jewel of the Marianas Archipelago, the Guam. And in one of those 32 points, he mentioned a bird. And as a jaybird, I gotta learn more. Part of the Bugoth of Guam also include the bird that navigators have identified or have given the bird its specific name, Philisolebol. Philisolebo is a type of migratory seabird found throughout the world around the tropical equator. In English, they're called the black knotty. They got silky black feathers and a white cap. They kind of look like a well-dressed slick crow. And Philisolebo lives southwest under the leaning 45 west of the Southern Cross, or what we would call Machimelito, the star position. And one way of identifying Philisolebo is that underneath Philisolebo is a fish, a Napoleon brass fish, that also navigators have identified and given a name, uh, Nanagunifai. Nanagunifai is also known as the humphead wrasse or Maori wrasse. It's a fascinating creature with a distinct and captivating appearance. It's a larger fish, up to like six feet in length, and could weigh several hundred pounds. They also have these thick, fleshy lips that make them look super pouty. So the Napoleon brass fish would be about another 10 degrees out of Philisolebol, however, Philisolebol could be spotted on top of that fish. And if you see those two creatures together, you know your position southwest of Meleso, off of Guam. Wow, just to imagine the amount of observation and storytelling required to both create and maintain this knowledge. So let's recap. One way for a Po navigator to identify where they are in the vast Pacific Ocean and where the many small islands are around them, they had to know that under a specific star position, you can find a very specific bird. 
And when that very specific bird is flying over a very specific fish, navigators translate that information into an insight to help determine the course of their voyage. But wait, there's more. Phyllis Olebo can also lead navigators to fresh water. It is said that Phyllis Olebo, after uh, nightfall, would return back to the water reservoir uh, that is at the southern part of Guam. With every Micronesian navigation story I hear, I feel more pride and honor to call myself Chamorro in Micronesian. While poor navigators can apply a strategy when they see Philoso level bird and the Nani Gota 5 fish, they must also remain agile and quick to adapt. So like on this voyage, we're headed to Guam. We're currently sailing south of the island, headed west to go around it and then up to land on a beach. Larry wants to warn us of what he calls the weight of the fishnet. The setting of Iliel that is southwest of Guam. Iliad is known as Orion's Belt. Is a submerged reef a coral head that we identified as which means the weight of the fishnet, the imaginary fishnet. The weight of the fishnet. And we ain't talking about fishing. We're sailing. On the southern side of that fishnet, that coral head would be the weight. On the opposite side, which would be uh, northwest, on the setting of the star Aldebaran, or as we call it in our navigational stars, Ul, that would be another submerged coal head, which would be the weight that holds down the other end of the imaginary fishnet uh, northwest of Guam. So you have Zhaozhao Lieting on the south of Guam and Zhaozhao Lieting Nefong at the north of Guam, each holding down a weight of an imaginary fishnet. That is a big fishnet. As it is, we know that the sea lane between anywhere the Marianas down to Palau and over to the Philippines is, or in the Philippine Sea as we know it today. We refer to that often as the sea lane of the fishnet. And the reason being, at some point in time when you're having difficulty sailing upwind and into the wind, your best course of action would be to tie down the end of the sail to the end of your canoe and shoot straight down west to the Philippines. He told us that a lot of canoes have been lost and found in this fishnet. But he's quiet now. I can tell something's going on, so story time is over. He feels something all around the canoe. It's like a sixth sense. As he looks up, he points to the clouds ahead of us and tells us that a storm's approaching and to prepare for rough waters. He warned us of this. He let us know to expect a wet, cold sail through a storm and that it can and it will be miserable. Thanks for listening to Red Rice Infinitenny, Tao Tao Tasi in the open. I'll see you next time on Tao Tao Tasi.
in the storm. Sijuus Masi.